Avoidance is the best short-term strategy to escape conflict and the best long-term strategy to ensure suffering. Brendan Burchard, who is the author of High Performance Habits, a book that is so great. Our intention for this episode of the Refined series is be honest with yourself about something you've been actively avoiding. This is the Refined series from the Found Podcast with Molly Knuth seven days of mini episodes that are potent, consumable, and actionable for the modern-day small-town woman. The intention of this series is to provide for you a framework to refine yourself when you are out of alignment or not in the groove. Through the course of this series, we'll address the secret to happiness, build confidence, and tackle that task we've been long avoiding, because in doing this necessary internal work, we can begin our pursuit of external goals. Welcome to Refined. Fact, I will avoid being uncomfortable as long as I can, particularly if it involves a difficult conversation with someone or if it means displeasing, disappointing, confronting, anything like that. My default move is to avoid that which makes me uncomfortable. Okay, so now at this part of the podcast, if you've been listening to the series for several days in a row, you know that I share with you some solid concrete facts. But with this batch of facts, I do want to just say that it is going to refer to um, disordered eating. So I do just want to like give a trigger warning, you know, just fast forward like 30 seconds and you should be fine. Research from 2020 on people with an eating disorder found that those who used avoidance coping, like using distractions at mealtime to better tolerate their anxiety, had lower anxiety at the time, but more eating disorder symptoms in the long run. The researcher said coping mechanisms that encourage approaching and tolerating the difficult thoughts and emotions that arise instead of avoiding them may help reduce the person's symptoms overall. And this is all from an article at psychcentral.com. I have it linked in the show notes here as well as in the PDF guide that accompanies this series over at mkm.myflowdesk.com slash re-find. To continue. Avoidance can cause issues at work, too. Research in this article from 2017 found that avoiding difficult work relationships led to emotional exhaustion, less forgiveness, and more incivility. Instead, confronting the problem allowed more forgiveness, which can help foster workplace relationships. Avoidance coping on the job may also cause counterproductive habits, such as social media usage and lower performance, according to another study that was cited in that article from back in 2016. So what does all of this mean and how does it even apply to us sitting here today? Even though avoiding what is causing us pain or pressure or conflict can feel like the right thing to do in the short term, in the long term it can cause greater damage and suffering. Okay, so let me give an example from my own life. So back in 2022, there was this limited time offer opportunity from Susie Holman, who is like a branding and marketing genius. And I was so excited for the opportunity to participate in this small group that was, again, only offered once for a very limited time, but it was a huge investment on my part of my business. It was just like a big dollar amount for me. So I was hoping that this would be the next big thing and it would be a boon of cash flow for my business. Now, I talked about this in my podcast episode, Lessons from a Failing Business Owner, over on the Found Podcast. So you can hear the whole story over there in that episode. But to make a very long story short, my business had grown in 2022 to a point where it was pretty successful. 
And I would consider it like if you're going to break it down to compare it to like the age of a person, my business was probably in its like teenage or young adult years. But I was still using financial systems and accounting methods that were for like an adolescent. So I really was having problems with like cash flow because the way I was billing was not like lining up with the timing of bills going out and it was creating problems. So back again in April 2022, I did have that thought that like, you know, maybe I should instead of purchasing a seat in this program, invest in a bookkeeper. And then I'd get to like the root cause of that cash flow issue. And I knew that the root cause was probably something about like the way I was structuring my contracts and I knew I needed to implement a new accounting system. But like, you know, I just kind of said, if if I invest in this like big program, it's going to cost me a lot of money, which means it'll probably make me a lot of money. And if I just make more money, then all of my cash flow problems will be solved. Right? No, (laughs) just kidding. It was a great program that I was involved in, and I don't discredit Susie in the least for her delivery, but it was not for me. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, and looking back, I should have listened to my little spidey senses in the beginning that were telling me like, hey, Molly, you know, maybe a team investment instead of like putting your money into a different program would be a, a better thought process. But anyway, fast forward to today and things are all good. I ended up late last year, back late 2022 hiring Sheila Hansen, who is a godsend, and her team. And they implemented full-blown QuickBooks for my business, Molly Knuth Media. And I now have like automatic payments and retainers in place to ensure cash flow. And things are much more stable and manageable when the cash flow is working. I know, shocking. But it was just something that seemed to elude me for a number of years. But now that I have a professional in place to help me, it really, it made all the world of difference. If I hadn't avoided that root problem back in April, I could have been six months ahead of where I was when I finally made that decision to bring on somebody to help me. And the peace of mind and the processes that they helped me enact were just so worth it. And I do wish I would have had those six months and I wish I would have made different decisions. Avoiding the root problem didn't do me any good. And I think that whether it's finances, relationships, self-awareness, whatever, addressing the main problem, though it did still take time to like implement and institute change, addressing that root problem has been such a relief, both personally and professionally. So the action I want you to take after listening to this episode and talking about avoidance, I really want you to tackle something in the next day or two that kind of scares you, but you know that in the long run, it's going to be good for you. And I don't mean to like go and make this grandiose change. I just mean like think about if you're having problems going to sleep at night or if there's just like a time of day where you get a pit in your stomach, like dig deep and say, what is causing that? And then kind of unpack what is one small action I can take to move me in the right direction instead of like Molly of 2022. when she's like, I know the right way to go is right. But maybe if I go left, I'll eventually get it. You know, take decisive action and do it now. All right. If you liked this episode, be sure to tune in because I do have one bonus episode that will be dropping as part of this Refined series. So you can tune in to that when it drops. Or if you're listening to the replays, you can just move right into the next episode. And if you want that downloadable PDF guide that accompanies this series that I referred to a little earlier, head over to mkm.myflowdesk.com slash 
REFIND. That's mkm.myfloodesk.com slash re hyphen f-i-n-d.